0: And practice. Thank you so very much and happy listening. Hi, Patrick. It's nice to have you on the show. How are you doing today?
1: Man, I'm great. I'm great. How are you?
0: Doing fine as well. Okay, you know, oftentimes I love to talk about the essence of this show, which is to invite amazing guests, amazing guests like Patrick, to come talk to us about their triumphant stories because we believe that in our audience, there might be someone who is stocked up in a situation that Patrick came out of triumphantly. Damn, what the f- just happened Sorry about that.
1: Oh so what's going on. Can yeah. you still hear me?
0: Yeah, I can hear you now. So um uh, let's within the next few minutes, Patrick, let us get started with your story, the challenges that you faced and how you overcame it. And afterwards, I've got some questions for you. All right, let's get started, okay. Patrick. Over to you. Hello? 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 Yeah, go on, please. Just continue. I don't know. I'm having an issue with the Riverside stuff. Just go on. Let's get started with your story, the challenges that you faced, and how you overcame them.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, so basically, uh, my story runs pretty deep. You know, I had a traumatic childhood, you know, I was born to a young mother and, uh, my dad left when I was nine months old, you know, through domestic violence, he went to jail. Um, I didn't see my dad again. So I was like four years old, you know, my house with my mom, she, her being young, it was a party house. So my uncle lived there and, you know, my mom worked a lot and, uh, you know I found myself uh getting intoxicated at a young age. I was probably like three or four years old. Of course, I didn't drink every day after that, but I had got drunk for the first time when I was like three or four years old so you know i had I had that uh that thing i guess you know lingering in the back in the back of my mind so by the age of twelve, you know I was pretty much using every day until I was about thirty four so I had my stints of like rehab. I went to rehab at 15, Alcoholics Anonymous at 18. I went back to rehab at 26, multiple detoxes, just in and out, man, and just trying to um, you know, just find my way. You know. But basically, you know, just through all that, you know, I had developed this mindset of um basically you know uh resiliency that's what i came to find out now about my story is just the resiliency in it you know and just never giving up and you know most people in my situation they would have gave up most people end up on the streets homeless you know forever forever to the streets man and uh you know a lot of people they don't they don't make it they don't make it out man And uh, just the way I use drugs and alcohol was, uh, you know, it was a, I was a, I was a, I was a serious case and um, yeah, but through all that, I've learned a lot and coming out the other side has Mm -hmm. definitely gave me some insight on how to, you know, deal with life. Because, you know, a lot of people, regular people, I like to call them, you know, they think they have problems, but they really don't have problems. They just have, they're just not getting their way, you know? And, um, you know, I had some serious problems going on. And, you know, I just, you know, I figured out that through fitness, nutrition, and developing a mindset and a routine, you know, you can basically reverse all those bad habits that you developed over that amount of time right and um because you got to think 12 to 34 you know that's 22 years of developing these terrible habits right so to reverse that is uh gonna take time first of all and you have to get started so You know i'm not out of the woods by any means like but you know i've put a good five plus years into developing this mindset and uh like i said through fitness i've changed my addiction from drugs and alcohol to fitness and you know eating the right foods and you know um you know, aspire to uh, conquer goals, you know, that's, I'm really goal oriented. And like, I live like a really regimented schedule. Like, I'm still a human being, don't be wrong. I still watch football from time to time, college basketball, you know, but, you know, I live my life in segments, like I get up early, I eat the right food, I get to the gym. And then you know, that basically sets my day up to win. And um, you know, and that's that's a that that's the key thing, man. You just you, you gotta get up. You gotta wanna live life. You know, if you're you know doing drugs and drinking all the time, you know, you don't wanna live life all that much. Like it's you're just coping with uh, a substance to get you through life, right? So you have to find something outside of drugs and alcohol and other vices that'll help you get through life. And that's the biggest thing that I've found through my story that there are other options. And you know, at a time in my life I didn't think there was other options. I thought that you know, I was doomed. Like there was there was no hope, man. And um you know, I was getting suicidal towards the end because I just, I had went in and out of recovery for so long and I just couldn't get it. I just couldn't get sober. Right. And it starts to be really, um, you know, you get really uh, discouraged as far as what you're trying to do. And, um, uh, If there's any hope in my story is that you just never give up, you know, you know, you're, you know, you know, never is a um, is a long time from now. You know, you just never know what can happen between now and never. So you got to just stay in the game. You got to stay strong and just keep going.
0: Amazing. Okay. um, I have this question. Would you like to talk to us about your stepbrother? You got that?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So my stepbrother is uh, Kevin Federline, right? So when I was 19, he married Britney Spears and had a couple kids with her, got married, all that good stuff. And You know, that happened to me like really young. I was only like 19. So you think at 19, you know, Your brother marries Britney Spears. I just want to be clear, it's my stepbrother. You know, his mom's still married to my dad. You know, we're family. But, you know, that, that was an incredible moment in my life, now that I look back on it. Because what I noticed about that now, I didn't notice it at the time, but now I noticed that anything is possible with confidence. Because that's what my brother always had, was like the utmost confidence in himself, right? So now I know that confidence is key to doing anything. So that's where fitness comes in and eating the right things and getting up time. Because you start to build this confidence in yourself, right? That's all you're trying to do. Trying to build up confidence in yourself so you can tackle your goals no matter how small how big they are maybe maybe your goal is just to show up to work on time I don't know my goals are massive so me I have to you know live a massive regimented life which is full of sacrifice and discipline which doing that creates confidence so realistically that's all you're really after but my brother showed me, now that I look back on it, that anything is possible with confidence. And that's all it was. Oh, my mom. Yeah, my mom, uh, you know, my mom, you know, she gave me a great story, man. Tell you the truth. Like, if it wasn't for my mom, I wouldn't really have the story that I've had. So, you know, basically, you know, my mom was, uh, you know, she was, broke for a lack of a better words. she just never really had money but she introduced me to this other side of life that gave me this story she always worked in casinos or bars or dealt cards and when I was able to see her I was heavily involved in that like I when I was young I would hang out at the casino and um, you know, I'd be able to run around the casino and I'd be talking to all these older people, just hanging out with adults, man. And, um, you know, I'd be at, when she worked at the bar, I'd be playing pool or playing cards with the older guys or like, you know, gambling on, you know, what people gamble on like adults, like cards and pool and darts and stuff. And I don't know. She just gave me this amazing story if it wasn't for her, because if my mom had money, I wouldn't necessarily have the same story. So I got to give a lot of credit to my mom as far as, um, you know, showing me that side of life and giving me more of a story, you know, over time.
0: Amazing. Okay, so let's say someone asks you, what is your motivation? What would your response be?
1: My motivation. Yeah, man, my my motivation. I mean, it's several different things, but I mean, all you're trying to do every day for me is just keep your word to yourself. Like if you're going to get out of bed at a certain time, just get up and do it. If you're going to eat a certain way, just do it. If you're going to work out a certain amount of times a week, just do it. You know, and And then, you know, by keeping your word to yourself, you're able to keep your word to everybody else. That's your family, that's your friends, that's your boss. That's, you know, that's, that's everybody in your life. Right. So I think uh, the most important thing, and like, I'm not perfect at it, but it's something that always motivates me is like, I, yeah, I want to keep my word to myself. I want, you know, I got to get better. I got to get better. I got to get better. Always trying to get better, you know? So what, like that's what motivates me is to always stay on top of keeping my word to myself, you know? And it's, it's, you know, it's not, it's simple, but it's not easy. You know, it's definitely simple, but it's not easy. Right. So the, the getting out of bed, I mean, that shouldn't be a problem, right? Eating the right food, not a problem. It's just that it's it's simple, but it's not easy. So you just want to, um, that's what really motivates me is just just keep my word to myself, man. So I can, you know, keep my word to everybody else.
0: I love that. Amazing. Okay. So in conclusion, what would you like to say to the audience? Like a piece of advice?
1: Oh yeah, man. If they want to reach out to me, I mean, I'm a life coach. You know, um, basically, you know, I've been through what you might be going through. You know, I've been strung out on drugs. I've had a gambling addiction, relationship issues, marital issues, issues with my friends. Um, You know, I've suffered from depression, anxiety. I've had suicidal thoughts you know, I've been to therapy, I've been to rehabs, and I've been to detoxes, I've been homeless, I've lived in my car, you know, there's a number of things that I've been through. So it's like, for me, you know, I can relate. So that's what you want to do is be able to relate to the person that's going through whatever they're going through It's like, like, you know, so it's like, you know, you can go pay a therapist, but they went to school. They got a degree. They don't know what it's like to be strung out on drugs. They don't know a number of things. So they can't really relate to you. They're just going to tell you the best way. Not not to say there's anything wrong with therapy. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that it, 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 it definitely helps if the person can actually relate and put themselves been in your shoes you know like i've been there like i know i know how to get through that let's do this
0: you're right you're so correct you're so correct thank you so very much for your time patrick thank you so very much you know you've blessed us with amazing insight your story is such an inspiring one i tell you thank you so very much man
1: i appreciate it man thank you for having me